Hey everybody, good morning. This is Joseph Bassar, podcast number three. Today I want to talk about being in the middle, moderation and extremism. For me, it's taken me 45 years to realize that I have done everything to the extreme. I've been extremely lazy. I've been extremely motivated. And I believe that life is full of contradictions. I know myself, I am full of contradictions, as I believe I said yesterday. But I think I like those contradictions. I think I'm learning to embrace them. Every day or some days I'm extremely happy. Some days I'm extremely mad, extremely angry, extremely passionate. I believe in education to the extreme. I think higher education is amazing. I also think education is a complete waste of time. The structure of it, the authority of it, making us to be kept in a box. And I think the answer, and I think the thing that I've learned to embrace is that extremism to question it either way. Not just to be one way, not to live in the middle, not to be gray, but not just to be completely black and white, but to experience everything that life has to offer. If you want to make a lot of money and that's what's important to you, then do it. If you don't and that's not important to you, then don't worry about it. Of course, you got to make enough to survive because nobody in no society is there a way that we could just get by without making money. In my personal life, I've moved from the United States and now living in Norway. And culturally, it's such a different place. Government-wise, structurally-wise, payways-wise. Even down to the way people drive their cars and fall in line. In America, I've always noticed that people drive in the left lane and hardly look in their rearview mirror. In Norway, I realize Everybody actually drives in the right lane and only passes in the left when they're supposed to, when they're needed to. Makes me think about how often we look in the rearview mirror. How important is it to look in the rearview mirror? Lately, I've been talking about today. Today is the only day you have. You can't control yesterday. Let's talk about yesterday and looking in the rearview mirror. Yesterday is important to look at because you got to figure it out. You've got to think about what you did right and wrong, and you definitely have to know history, cultural history, your own history. It's the only way we learn not to make the same mistakes again and again and again because I believe that's the definition of insanity. So looking in the rearview mirror is just like caution. Here I am driving my car. And I need to every once in a while look in my rearview mirror just to be cautious of knowing what's in back of me. The same way you have to look at yesterday and just be cautious not to make those same mistakes. But let's talk about driving in the right lane. Let's talk about falling in line. Let's talk about authority. All these things are important. All these things are necessity or a necessity for, I guess, a civilized society. But authority is a dangerous thing. Falling in line is a dangerous thing. Being sheep, being cattle is a dangerous thing. 
the evolution of man and the evolution of nature has evolved because the flower, the human being, the animal kingdom has fallen out of line and seized the day and taken what they need to move on. But where does it begin and where does it end? How should we balance that? For so long, I've been defined as angry. I rather call myself passionate. But I think, again, those passions of extreme is very important to understand. As long as you don't stay that one way your whole life, and as long as you respect the other side, as long as you respect the other side. I truly believe that if you grew up in a big city, you should go and live and view a small town in your life. On the other side, I think if you were brought up in a small town, I think you should go live in a big city. I think they both have great things, great values to learn in life. Don't just step into a small town or a big city and say, ugh, this is not for me. Experience it. Live in a culture that speaks another language that you don't understand. Be uncomfortable. Step outside of that box. That's when you truly learn. When you look in the rearview mirror and figure out after you get out of that small town, back to your big city or the other way, what it was like. What you draw from it. What you learn from it. Is that what I want? Some people want a little of both. I'll tell you my dream is to live in a big city, but have a place up in the mountains where I could just be alone and by myself with the small group of people I love. So I do like the extremes of both. I've taken those extremes my whole entire life. When I was a teenager and everybody started setting out to take a trip to Europe for the first time on an interrail, I remember everybody gathered their groups of friends, their buddies that they went with. I decided to go by myself because if I was going to experience Europe, I didn't want to bring the baggage of my friends and be with them, be an American in Europe. I wanted to quietly tiptoe and view and experience it vulnerably by myself. And to this day, that was one of the best lessons of my life. Taking off on a train, going through countries, going through the unknown, looking for things that I had no idea where I was going. I would often get into a city, be in the center of the town, go through the tourist spots and be bored. So I would get on the train and just take it nowhere and get off in a small town and walk around. And shit, I got lost. I got scared. I didn't know when way back to the main city. I didn't speak the language. But you know what? With a little bit of perseverance, you figure it out. And I think that that's what it's about. What's the difference between hard work and perseverance? Perseverance is the ability to survive, to persevere, and to continue over the obstacles that are in front of us. Hard work sometimes becomes like a horse with blinders on. 
You just put your head down and you just look straight ahead without anybody to your left or to your right or having the ability to look in your rear view mirror about what's behind you. You're just so focused and driven on one thing. And when you don't look to your left and your right and in your rear view mirror, you realize, holy shit, I started off wanting somewhere and I got it. But maybe I hurt some people or lost some things along the way. And those balances are so important. Moderation. Again, 45 years it took me to learn and embrace moderation. Sometimes I feel emotionally I'm bipolar. Not bipolar in the sense of being sick. But I do go through extreme ups and downs of what I want. And what I need. And I'm constantly trying to figure it out. And I'm learning now that that's my strength, is I'm constantly trying to figure it out. I was the first one in school to either just not go to school, not go to class because I didn't give a shit. But I was also the first one in class to raise my hand and say, excuse me, I think you're wrong or I have another opinion or what about this or what about that? And there were a lot of teachers I'll say some of the bad teachers that shut me up, threw me out of the room and didn't like that because I wasn't following their curriculum. I wasn't staying inside their box. The great ones that have impacted my life have embraced my questions, have embraced my ability to think about what they're saying or what they're offering. And that's the truth. You know, right now, personally, I'm raising teenagers, young teenagers. I got a boy that's about to be 13. I got a girl that's 17. And where does it begin and end with their education? Where does it begin to end when I get up in the morning and make themselves or I make them lunch and I don't make myself lunch? Is that okay? When do I stop making my older kids lunch? And have them do for themselves. How do I balance that I'm here to just help them out because I do know more and I am more able than they are. And I definitely remember how hard it is to be a teenager. No matter what culture we live in, no matter what age we are, when we were a teenager, life was hard. But on the other side, being a middle-aged man... Whatever that's defined as, they're 45, 55, 65, because middle age is changing every day because we're living older and older all the time. But it's a hard thing being middle age, midlife crises and all these things. I'm going to tell you for me, I think I've been midlife crisis to 30. I at least hope it was at 30 and I hope it doesn't come back again because I don't want it. But in the same sense, Life itself is a midlife crisis. There's always something there. You know, on the weekends sometimes, again, I want to be a little lazy. My wife will come up with an idea. Let's go on for a walk. Let's go for a hike. Let's go do this. My first instinct is sometimes to resist it. I don't want to go anywhere. I did so much during the week. I want a couple of minutes to just do nothing. But I'll tell you, once I get up and get going... I never want to go home. 
I kind of resist leaving and I definitely resist ever wanting to go back. And it's totally the example of who I am. I graduated high school and to be honest, I wasn't supposed to graduate. I had failed so many classes that I didn't even have the points or meet the curriculum to graduate. But I was clearly sat down by the guidance counselor and the vice principal. And they told me clearly, I just don't want you back in the school next year. I don't want you to repeat in this school. So I left. I took off and went to work for my dad in Edison, New Jersey. Drove through the Lincoln Tunnel with about seven people in a non-air-conditioned car during the summer. Packed in, tu- packed in traffic. I fucking hated it. So it made me want to go back to school. Went to community college. Started taking philosophy classes, art classes. Things that opened my mind. Long story short, I graduated with a Bachelor's of Fine Art from Parsons School of Design. You know what? I graduated with a 4.0 Dean's List. I went from a failing out of high school practically to graduating top of my class in art school. I'm not here to brag. That's not my point. The point is, is there was one time in my life when I was younger that I was stuck in a box that I wasn't supposed to be. Then there was a time in my life where I was allowed and empowered to wear wings. I was taught to wear wings. That's what it's supposed to be. I just read a blog post and I put it up on my tweet and it talked about what education was. It was about a list of 17 things. And every other line I liked and every other line I despised. From learning how to respect authority to learning how to question authority. Our own contradictions, life's contradictions. Is the world supposed to be equal or all of us supposed to have the same amount? Or are there givers? Are there takers? Well, there definitely are givers and takers, but are supposed to have, are there some that are supposed to have more and some that are supposed to have less? I think so. I think that's natural. I think that's something we'll never control. I'm glad that there are people out there trying to make the world a better place, trying to make it equal, trying to make it fair and balanced. And I don't know. I don't really have the answers. And again, I think these voice memos are just for me to figure it out. Me to be okay with it. Maybe they'll help you be okay with it too. I think the most important thing is to be extreme. Work so freaking hard. But stop for a second and think about what am I working for? Who am I working for? Am I working for myself? Am I just stuck working for others? And in every single day, you gotta do both. 6.30 this morning, I started making lunch for the three people, the three kids living in my house. Didn't make myself lunch. Had to make myself coffee because in the morning I can't exist without it. My need, my addiction. But after that now, I'm hungry. I want to eat. 
Where's the balance? We're told in the little exhibition of when we get on an airplane that when the masks fall down and you have a young child, you're supposed to put yourselves on first before you can help your kid. I made a voice recognition, a voice recording the other day about love. Love being one of the most selfish things there is. In order for me to truly love somebody else, I have to first have the ability to love myself. How can I truly give love and receive from others or be in a relationship if I don't love myself? And there's always that balance. Yesterday I spoke about man's responsibility to embrace emotion. And I don't really know what our responsibilities are. Except to survive. But make sure you survive only at your own cost. Not at the cost of others. That I truly believe separates us from many other cells, organisms, or animals that exist in our ecosystem. We do have the ability to survive without hurting others, without taking advantage of others. Fair and balance. I think I'm going to end this by saying fair and balance extremism. As long as you don't hurt somebody else. As long as you don't hurt others. Apologize constantly for my mumbling. My brain constantly works harder than my lips and my tongue. That's just what I am. Well, I'm going to get up there and start my day. Hope you guys all have a great day. Hope this put a little thought in your head. It definitely helped me out. And I'll speak to you again tomorrow.